wake up world welcome to the kaleidoscope of emotions here we have honest conversations about music politics religion life and love the show broadcasts every thursday on all major streaming platforms you can follow me d4 music on instagram that's at sign d f o y underscore music check out the link in my bio for my latest video called color life it's an awesome video Subscribe to my channel, give me a like, and leave me a comment. Because in the end, it's all information, baby. Wake up, world. Welcome to another episode of the Kaleidoscope of Emotions. This episode is a tad bit different. This is a grab bag, a quad squad, if you will. Uh, This episode, it will be myself, and I'll be introducing to you all my audience. Uh, I'll be introducing Donut of Donut Productions here, and Liz and Leah of Joe's Cafe. Uh, We'll be starting off the topic in mid-transition, talking about how social media has become valuable to your business. Go ahead, Lee. Right now, so, you know, we can log in. We're doing Zoom meetings and all that stuff, and we're figuring it out. But like, even things as far as social media, it's never been anything we've been into. You know, we've run the business, um, and it, we're like word of mouth. We're old school. You like us till 10. I, I, literally, I literally still say that. I'm like, you like it? Tell 10 of your friends. Well, so so actually, when all of this, when this when the shutdown happened, I actually got my brother on board. Well, he actually offered, um, and he used to run the social media for Stonewall Warehouse, um, for several years, and um, and he loves to do it. And he said, you know, you guys could really benefit from making some posts. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. do whatever you gotta do. You know, do whatever you gotta. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit. He's like, you know, you have 450 new followers in the last three months. And he's like, legitimate followers. Not bots. Not bots. He's like, real people. He said, I've been asking. So he, he had to teach me all the lingo. And still, I'm like, yeah, um, tag and post. <laughs> is that a thing? Because uh, if it is, do it. You know? and, and I, I'm like, whoa, shit. Social media works. Social media. So I was like, look, people know things and we're telling he's like, yeah, it's a thing, Leah, you should really do it. Um, but we're old school still. I mean, Liz still pays, we still pay some of our bills in person. Yeah. I like to go talk to the show. Yeah. She don't like that idea. Well, no, but like, she goes, she goes down to the city of San Marcos and there's Constance, Connie, down at the Connie, city of San Marcos. Let me tell you something, Connie got me out of a jail. She'll save your ass, well, but you have to go in and know her, though. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, and if she didn't know me, she wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You know, so I like to go in. I still talk to the Spectrum girls. You know, I come in. Oh, my God, I want you guys today. You They're at Grande. Oh, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to pay you in ones today. They're like, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, that's the interaction. I love the interaction. I love yeah. to go to the bank and talk to the girls. Those girls all love me. They like to come to the shop on their days off to get coffee. You know, I go in there and I make their day. Oh, yep. And when there's something like, hey, I have to make this deposit today, but I'm going to be like five minutes late. They're like, we'll stay open for you. That's not going to happen if you pay your shit online. You know what I mean? If they don't know you. So um, it's still that small town mentality. That's what's up. I'm very grateful for that small town mentality. That uh, small town mentality is one of the main ingredients to keeping me here and uh, liking this uh, neighborhood and my surroundings. Uh, why don't you elaborate more on, you know, like your two boys, your two sons, your two children. So right now, boy wants to work. Academia, so both of our, the kids are, they're complete opposites. Um, Max never was into school. His very first day of kindergarten, boy woke up at 4.30 in the morning. He's like, Mama, I'm ready to go. I said, Mijo, we have three hours. You know, when I picked him up after that first day of school, he looks at me and goes, how much longer do we have to do this? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, baby, we just started. And no, it no. was like that was for 13 years. I mean, he was so years. Like three years out of his high school. He's an introvert. Oh, and so his teachers, like, his teachers never got him. There were very few teachers he had that understood him. And in those classes, he, he excelled. Yeah. Um, 
He is ex- he was a, he's an extremely intelligent young man. He's one of those you could plop him down in the middle of the wilderness and he will not only survive, he would thrive. You know? He's he's savvy, he's like savvy, you know. Um, but academia was never his friend. And um, I tried re- he's a musician, I tried really hard. You look at him and you automatically think sports. Because he's big and he's built, you know. I mean, the minute those teachers would seem like you do baseball? You do football? Do football? <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like, I'm a musician, yo. <laughs> you know? Um, Any of that shit. And so. And he can throw a ball. He can throw a ball. He can pitch it. He can but he's, you know, he's. he's a, just, that's not what his, it's not his jam. And and he wants to work and, and live his life. And he's easygoing. Um, our little, the eight year old. The thing is, is that, that that university is going to be there. Yeah, and if it's not there, there's so many other that you can go to. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to go right now, that's fine. Take your time. Go figure something out. Yeah, you, you know. Want to go to it later. There it is. Is the the fact was was you know when he told us when he came to us and told us that he doesn't think he's like I don't think remember he's like I don't think I want to go to college and we were like, okay we were like okay he goes I think I want to do this and I'm gonna do this afterwards and I want to do this and you know Liz and I were like well you have a plan like if you didn't have a plan and know what you wanted to do with yourself and we'd be a little concerned but um i mean he was like 20 pounds lighter after he came to tell Mm -hmm. us and you knew that it had been weighing on his shoulders for a while and we were just proud of him that he he made it well yeah that he made or that he decided (laughs) for himself you know (laughs) yeah man it was a big set and and it got cut short too with him you know the whole shutdown happened his senior year he got his diploma through the car window you know he didn't get he had been a musician since the sixth grade in the jazz band and we were so looking forward to that senior year of jazz yeah and just like really like how the band has grown he had been the longest running jazz student for his teacher you know we were really excited about it and and all that got cut off Mm -hmm. you know his amp is actually still at the high school he never got it back he needs to go get it and um it was uh I don't care. <laughs> because I don't care, <laughs> because I don't care about Wong. He, he was never Mr. SMHS. Like he okay, didn't. He never yeah. wanted to participate in the things. You know, he, he went because he had. But when the COVID hit, even with the music, he was, was like, like, I kind of miss. He's like, this yeah, sucks. He's like, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. So um, our eight-year-old is different. He wants to do. Anything that is happening at school, it's pajama day, I'm going to wear my pajamas. If it's school, you know, book character day, I'm going to be a book character, you know. I'm in friends with him and him and her and her and him, and, and I love it. And your math, I've got it. I'm the teacher's pet. I will kiss everybody's ass. I'm a people pleaser. Look at me. And, like, Max just started talking to people, like, last year. You know, he's very introverted. Very introverted. Talk about night and day. Oh, oh. Lord have mercy. Lord. And ten years apart. Ten years ten apart. Years. And one is a giant. <laughs> and one's a shrimp. <laughs> one was in like the hundredth percentile, the other one was in the ninth. <laughs> but when he came out when the little one came out, he weighed just as much as the he other. He weighed more than the other one than the and big one. I was one. like, Oh shoot, we have another giant. <laughs> I mean because I mean the little guy was like maybe seven years old, eight years old. We can remember the day. We can remember the day where, where he fell asleep in the car. We were coming home and we were look. We were standing there looking, contemplating. We were like, "Can we pick him up, or do we have to wake him up?" Is his head? Gonna- we were literally were like, "What do you?" Do? And she was like, "I don't think my back can take it." I was like, "We got to wake this child up." And and the other one, the nine year old, he's about to be nine on Saturday. I can still carry him on one hip. It's like. Yeah. He's like, um, He'll just wrap himself. I remember the day she told me, she's like, listen, boy, don't limit yourself. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. That's right. That's right. Black, white, brown, yellow, purple, tall, short, big, skinny, <laughs> fat, long, whatever. whatever <laughs> big tit, big ass. Like you a good apple pie. <laughs> I was like, don't discriminate. Don't discriminate. <laughs> Try it all. I told him in the backyard the other day, I was like, listen, and, uh, and we'll talk and uh, try to keep it real with him. It's short, but real. And uh, I was like, listen, you've taken care of your girl, right? And I was like, you 
predominantly raised by women, so you make sure that she is a and uh, you just so <coughs> make sure you're taking care of business. <laughs> and he was like, is this conversation going to be over? I was like, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and he said, yes. He goes, trust me. I understand what you're saying. And I was like, well, then I guess this conversation can be over. <laughs> so um, the little one, we're a little concerned about because he's already feeling girls up. He needs two of everything. And we realize he's got two mothers. So... so when he would get toys, he'd be like, okay, I need another one so that they can battle. I need another one just like this one so that they can be together. And he would come, and we'd be watching TV, and he'd come and sit in the middle of us, and, and just the arms would come, and you could just he would just like start feeling both of us up like this. We're like, oh, girl, he's going to need four sets of titties. Like, two sets of titties, four titties at all times. We had this uh, young lady that worked for us, Katie, and uh, he was maybe three or four or four, six. maybe six, six. Mm-hmm. six. and uh, he would stand by the register and he'd slowly creep his hand up and try to touch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the little one's a tit man, the big one's an ass man for sure. They they are night and day, but they look one is a mini me version, even though they've got two different daddies. Uh so Max is, is from a previous relationship that I had before Liz and um Cosmo is is Eric's. Um Eric Morales that you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's our he's our donor daddy. He's Papi okay. Chulo. He's Papi Chulo. Mm-hmm. He's Papi Chulo. Mm-hmm. He's and um, come sometime we'll call me like Papi Chulo, your tacos are ready. Um, he was just when Liz and I were talking about, hey, we think we might, you know, we might want to do this. Um, we had a joke where we would ask people if this was back when we just had the little coffee shop, and we had just met Eric, sort of maybe known him maybe about a year, a year or so. Um, but he used That's to sit back there in this back little nook there, and he used to listen to us all the time talk about it. We used to make these jokes. We'd be like, hey, put in a cup. Just go back into the bathroom right now, put it in the cup. <laughs> we were keeping it light, you know what I mean? Keeping it light, it keeping it real. We serious. Yeah, and then one day Eric came up and he was like, you know. I'll help you. He goes, I'll do it. Okay. I was like, a lot of them came up and said, I'll do it. And we were like, no. No. I know what you're having little kids. I'm not doing that crazy stuff. Our good friend Nick, who owns a gym, he offered, but he was like, he was like 20 years old at the time. We were like, no. You can't even understand what's happening here. here. But Eric's Eric's my age. And he was like, I'll do it. And we had already met his family and everything. And we were like, we're like, listen, it's about to be Thanksgiving. You go home. And if your folks are okay with this, then we'll talk. And he sure enough went home. His father said, well, let's talk about the legal aspect about this. Make sure we have a good attorney. He said, other than that. Not one person is on board. That we no, so, yeah, right. yeah, he came back. He said, "My dad and mom said I should feel honored. Let's oh. do this." And and his mother was actually one of the witnesses when he waived his his uh, right. fraternal his parental rights. Um, but cause they're still Nana and Grandpa, okay. and uh, Eric still. I mean, we Cosmo will go up and he's like, "Yes, yeah, my dad." Open for that. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "That's my dad." And uh, just I think so. And we did it, um, you know, we went and talked to uh, my doctor, and uh, he was like, well, listen, girls, and he was super cool. He's like, you oh, could do this man. a few different ways. He's like, he you could go, wonderful. I know the best uh, sperm go bank. $80,000 and go do this, do it this way. You can come here and go through all the various testings, and I can inject you. He's like, or you could spend like 15 bucks, get a dirty magazine, a bottle of wine, have them pop over in your bathroom, and uh, pop it in there and see what happens. Oh wow! And we were like, we can oh, no. we can just do that. He's like, uh, yeah, you can pretty much do whatever you want. Yeah, he said it's been done before. Yeah, this is our gynecologist, our doctor, Buzz. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Buzz. This is Buzz Hart. This is last name, Doctor Buzz. Really wanted to say like you're so. I know, I know. Buzz Hart, but we just called him Buzz. Just, but not even doctor, just Buzz. And Buzz was like, yeah, you can do it however you want. So sure enough, we. I kind of found, like, figured when I'd be ovulating. Eric came over. The, we did it uh, three days in one week. 
and um, skipped a day in between. That first day, we were all like, I lit a candle in the bathroom. I put a little hand towel. I had been working at the hospital. Yeah, he's like, he's. I, we bought a magazine. He's like, I brought my laptop. He came with this little laptop in his arm. And, I had already been working in the hospital, so like all my nurses and the chicks in the lab were like giving me all sorts of things. I could syringes, squirts, you know. And so it was all cool. So that first day, I remember we were like so nervous, and we we're like, you know, he takes, you know, he takes, he takes, like, we timed it, thirteen minutes. it worked actually um there apparently i'd had a like a late ovulation which um and i remember just by chance i was like oh, i'll take a pregnancy test i did it came up positive and i called her she had just left for work man i got pregnant all right all right all right a kaleidoscope of emotions family we're gonna take a quick break we're going to get to our Sonny's Pizza commercial. Sonny's Pizza is the best pizza in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, please check them out on our website, YouTube, Instagram, Anchor. Kalaska for Motions. We'll be right back. Peace. Every day is Sonny's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day is Sunny's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day is Sunny's Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day is Sunny's Pizza. up world welcome back kaleidoscope of emotion family uh we're here today with donut leah and liz leah and liz are from uh, joe's cafe here in san marcos texas and uh we're going to continue our discussion piece uh with a segment called uh the many usages of the diva cup and uh how specifically the diva cup work wonders for liz and leah take it away ladies and uh, yeah, she had said they had tried syringes and all sorts of things. And then the end, what worked was the Diva Cup. So we didn't even try anything else. Nice. Although I had all that stuff from the hospital laboratory. <laughs> I went to Walgreens, bought some Diva Cups. And uh, yeah, we, we he left. It was so funny because every time we hugged him, his back was sweaty. All sweaty. Stop. He was all sweaty. Stop. I know. We had a judgment. We weren't judging. We were judging. It's observations. It's observations and wonderment. on him and she says that was the most erotic thing oh. she had ever heard in her life that when wow. she heard that it made her want him more and more and more a little bit sweat a little that's right she likes him sweaty a little bit whatever it takes to put the charge in the pace there you go yeah. there you go so that's how little Cosmo came he was contrived in a beautiful way and Cosmo short for Wow. Yeah, he's uh, my uh, my grandfather's name is Cosme. Cosme. Cosme, which is just Cosmo in Spanish. Okay. And uh, Cosmo was almost born. He was 
three days after his 100th birthday. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he had passed on long yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. but... Uh, so Max is Cosmo Cruz, named after my grandfather on my dad's side, and my grandmother, actually, her name on my mom's side was Cruz. Mm. And then Max is named after his <coughs> great-grandfather on his no, dad's side. No, No. Okay. No, she's Cuban. We're Mexican. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not even know. She's Puerto Rican. I'm closer to the Cuban. Uh -huh. <laughs> I know Celia. She knows Celia. I know Celia. People say that the Mexicans and the Puerto Ricans don't like each other because they let Jennifer Lopez, a Puerto Rican, play, play Selena. Play Selena. Oh, the the Mexicans. They were like, you can't have a Puerto Rican play a Mexican, a beloved Mexican. Yeah. So that's, that, that they say the there's a beef between that the races. <laughs> but the thing is, what Liz and I talk about is like the Puerto Ricans loved her just as much. Yeah. 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 That was big, man. Yeah, my father actually played music with her. So, oh, really? yeah, my dad's a musician. Do you that happening? I do. Yeah, my dad is in this. Her, um, her road manager. Her manager yeah. killed her. Killed yeah. She just got released from prison, or is about Why? to. Yeah. Uh huh. She's not gonna allow it. Why did she die in prison? I, don't I thought know. that would have definitely uh -huh. happened uh -huh. already. Uh -huh. They had her. They must have had her so protected because they knew that somebody was gonna take her out. I thought for sure she died already. I thought somebody mm -hmm. murdered mur mur her in prison mm -hmm. already. Well, she's like first about year, to be a free woman, so she better watch. Mm -hmm. I would have never Damn. thought. How does that happen? Wow. Yeah. Wow, I never thought that would have happened. Yep. Oh my God. So, we see um, people in Jones Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's a crazy world. She better watch it. She was, so, so my father played music with her, and I was 14 the first time I met her. My okay. dad was playing at a, a, a Latin Music Awards uh -huh. um, thing, and, and Selena y Los Dinos. What played. instrument does your father play? He's, uh, he's a guitar player and a bass player. Okay, And okay. he sings. Um, and this particular time, he was playing lead guitar. And um, it was, we were out in like this uh, uh, outdoor like rodeo arena mm -hmm. and it was freezing outside. And I remember we got to go up in the VIP lounge and I got to meet her and she was wearing like this gold lame kind of genie suit and little bolero mm -hmm. and she had this little curly hair and um, found like your hair actually. Ooh, I know, yeah, good. I always thought about that. And um, <laughs> She was like, you know, it's so cold, and she was so sweet, you know, it's so personable, and I was just like starstruck. Well, a few years later, she played at a the Guatemo dance hall here in mm -hmm. San Marcos, and um, and she fucking remembered me, and she talked about how cold it was, and she remembered that night, and she was like a star, you know. <laughs> you were just in awe of her, and um, yeah, it felt really personal. So it was really, 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 really cool. Yeah. That was really cool. This is my claim to fame. And then when they had casting calls for the movie, mm -hmm. it was like a huge thing. Like they had thousands <clears throat> and thousands of girls try out in Corpus and San Antonio. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I was one of three girls that got called back in San Antonio. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. That's what's up. Uh-huh. And I think they already had Jennifer Lopez mm -hmm. for the part. Yeah. You know, it was more like a publicity <laughs> stuff. They me. They me. They picked me. like little improv thing where I had to convince it was like I was convincing my father that I wanted to sing this song about a boy mm. and um, I'll never forget that it was great so that's a whole story yeah Selena's really personal to us Man. yeah so I'll tell you about this one time I went to LA to visit my friend Jermaine but I really went because it was an American Goss talent in an uh, audition so I get there in LA I fly there <clears throat> I'm there um, I get out, get to the airport. Uh, I try to find a cab to get there, get a cab, and I'm headed to LA. And the cabbie just drops me off generally in the area of where I need to be. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, I don't really know where I need to go. Let me find this GPS. I'm looking for America's Got Talent. I'm walking by hood, 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 gangster gangs. I'm like, damn, like, I need to find where I need to be before someone approaches me about some kind of street <laughs> politics, like, immediately, right? Um, so I get to where I'm going, and this line, I've never seen a line this long before in my life. This line is just forever, like around the building, around another building, around another building, around the street, down the streets, wait. 
and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and the line is moving. We're moving up, but the line does not get any shorter. Like there's no end to these people coming. I get to my portion, I get inside, I do my first interview. They're like, okay, good, you can sing. Okay, cool, go to this level. Then I go to this level. I get to the second level. Okay, you sing again. All right, go go to this level. And then it's like, oh, the backstory level. And it's like, eh, you don't have much of a backstory. Oh, <laughs> you, though, you've got a backstory. You said, Mama got kidney cancer. Okay, we're going to roll with you. You kidney cancer person. Yeah, we're going with you. Oh. And to do with no leg. Yeah, y'all too. We're going straight right there. No. Oh, I can't God. believe that's a level. It, it was a level. Oh and God. then I, I think. Before I got to that level, there was a level where you were in the basement, and then you didn't know why you were in the basement. And everyone in the basement was singing their best material. Like, this is my best song. Uh, clap, 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 clap. This is my best song. Clap, clap. And I just kept going on and on. I was like, man, I'm not going to just waste my energy. I'm waiting. I'll just wait. But I mean, like, I, that was just a very weird, the same place I met Ben Vereen. Like, I met a whole bunch of different people there. It's just Whoa. weird people you meet in places. It seems like the backstory level should have been the first one and not make you go through all of that. You know what I mean? Like right away they should have been like, you're not interesting, I don't even care what you yeah, sound yeah. like. You, know? you would think so. That's so inconsiderate. But they gotta have the gag reel of everybody fucking up singing. I guess, I guess so. That's I guess how I actually watched a bad show. Was the gag reels. You yeah. know, the ridiculous, yeah. the ridiculous yeah. people yeah. singing. Auditioned. Yeah. Or America's Got Talent. Correct. Um, I just started watching episodes of Dancing with the Stars. Some of the stars oh. they have on that show, I was like, I would have never guessed. So, it. you know, uh, Tyra Banks just bought it. Really? Yeah, show? this is the first year. It used to, yeah. Tyra Banks, huh? Yeah, yeah, so it's a, it's a British-based show. Um, and uh, Tyra Banks just bought the entire show. She sees the executive <laughs> producer. She is now the host mm-hmm. of it, and she fired everybody. It used to be Tom Bergeron, who used to host uh, America's Funniest Home Videos, mm-hmm. um, and then Aaron Andrews, maybe. She was like a sports commentary girl. Um, so who did she hire? Who did she hire? Tyra yeah, you said she fired everybody. She hired herself. I don't know, but so she's getting, <laughs> she hired herself. So she's getting 19 checks a show? I don't, I don't, I don't know who she hired. Yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's, that's a good question. It's I her show. She hired the host. But I bet she hired all the people. I'm pretty sure. I thought she was pulling Eddie Murphy on me. I'm no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, but she did checks. hire herself. She did hire herself. She is the host, the sole host. There's two. There used to be two, but it's just it's her. Just it's just her. And um and and I love Tyra Banks a little bit, but um, she's a she's a terrible host. <laughs> she's terrible. Worse than Wendy Williams. I think so, actually. Mm. Wendy Williams is a pretty terrible host. But I think Tyra, I want her to be smarter. Um, I thought she was smart when she bought the whole show. <laughs> and hired herself as, uh-huh. as the host. <laughs> I will give you that. Okay. I will give you so, that. So I'm, I'm saying she had enough, she saved enough money to buy the show. She did enough money to buy the show. I'm not saying she's the best host. No. But maybe she could take some Toastmaster classes. <laughs> Ooh. And then come back with a video. That's what she needs. Okay. That's what she needs. I will give so, you that. So you're saying Tyra Banks sounds like how Magic Johnson used to sound. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 he done yes. throw the ball down the coat. Not so much like that. You can ask a more interesting question than that. You know, nobody gives a shit about that, Tyra. Come on. You know, it's more like that. It's more like that. Some of those questions are beyond her. I want her to be more witty. Are you asking too much of Tyra? Yes. Okay. So she's a pretty girl, and I want her to be the whole package. I want her to be like, it's like. That's like Bam. me. That's like me wanting Shamar Moore to have some actual like. Maybe it would just be too much. Maybe it would just blow the whole system up if it was just too much. If they had everything. I want Shamar Moore to have the eloquence of uh, a Tay Diggs, but he, but he don't. No. No. <laughs> no. Asking too much. Exactly. That's what I will. I'll I just, just wanted to be a little too. I wanted to be. Deeper. 
And I am asking too much. <laughs> I'm asking too much. But she has changed it. She's changed the whole show. So and if, was, if not Tyra, then who could you ask that from that that would not be too much? I guess nobody really. Because if that's not who they are, then then that's not who they are. So pretty girls aren't like that? No, some of them are. Okay. But yeah, some of them are. Not I on want, that level. I want, I want Tyra to be more interesting because it's a show I enjoy watching. Uh-huh. And I want more witty commentary than she is giving me. And albeit it's beautiful to look at because okay. she's visually very pleasing. Right, right. Um, I also want to be stimulated by witty comments. It's really more selfish than anything. <laughs> yeah. So I look at Tyra. And I'm blaming Tyra for it. I look at Tyra on one hand as like, oh, um, this is one personality type of Grace Jones. I look at her mm. as an extension of that. But I don't look at her as having the total package of Grace Jones. Like okay. Grace Jones knows who the fuck she is from top yeah. to bottom. And I dare you to ask me a question about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Tyra Banks seems like, hey, I'm Tyra, but on certain levels, mm, I'm not willing to share this information with you. I feel like Tyra's I'm not totally still confident in myself in these issues. Yeah, I feel like she's still trying. <clears throat> and she's trying too hard. Like, is it, you don't have to try that hard, Tyra. Like, maybe, like, she's still involved. She's holding back. In some instances. She's holding back. Why do you think that is? It? Well, she's, but, she's but, probably, but, probably you're extremely judged. And she was guilty of it too. Yeah, definitely. But she was one of the first black women to make it that far. She had to learn to tone it down and not give everything. Have you ever watched any of them? I have. I used to love it. I used to model. That was my dream. I get what you're saying. She's not great on the mic, but she also like slows down to. Uh She don't release everything. She's very. Oh, I would feel like if I met Tyra outside of her, on a show, I think you'd see two different people, because she's learned not to give everything. That's why it makes me mad. Yeah, because I. You can see that she's holding back. Sometimes mm. Oprah would dumb. Maybe that's what it is. It's dumbing it down. And mm. I don't like that. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And like mm. I said, it was selfish because I didn't want to. Because I, <laughs> hey, I wanna be, wanted to right. be more entertained than that. So on some levels, right. you're a sapiosexual. I guess. Okay. And, and I mean, like, you, you do like the attractiveness in it, but you want to be intellectually stimulated at the I, same time. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not just about what it looks yeah. like. It can be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. If it's intellectually stimulated, mm-hmm. even if it's not at first glance, right, right, you, know, right. you know, obviously, um, I just, I just wanted more from her. Hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't appreciate the dumbing it down. I didn't need it. I guess it some people right, right, do. Right. I guess some people do. You find that insulting? Maybe not as extreme as insulting, but just um, selfish. No, no, not just. Do you want more? I don't feel like I don't insulting. I feel like is intentional. Okay. I don't feel like she's you know. Well, I guess she's intentionally doing it. I don't think she's intentionally doing it to me. I think she's just intentionally doing it in general, and uh, I don't want her to. To me, on on some hand, I think because she has a show that she's purchased, um, there's analytics and demographics that um, speak to whom her audience is currently. And I'm sure they're forecasting, hey, if you do these things or you behave in these manner, or if you wear these colors, blah, 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 um, then this current status of whatever your customer base is will then increase or decrease, blah, 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 based on these analytics. Um, so I'm sure she's going through that. But the authenticity of whom she is, um, I don't, like I said, on some hands, I'm like, yeah, I'm, am I asking too much of Tara? Maybe. Um, do I want to watch Tyra grow? Yes. Am yes. I am I gonna have the luxury of being able to see that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, especially um, when her competition is an individual like Wendy Williams, who has let everything out of the bag, and some of those come back to bite her in the ass. So yeah. like, you might not want to do that. 
or you might want to just um, promote what's lucrative and keep everything else private and, and push that narrative um, for the sake of your business or your product line or now this legacy of this business that you've now purchased. You know, I will be honest with you, I didn't even think about that part of it. Because in the end, in, in that game, you're looking for syndication, so now you don't have to make I'm going to tell you what, that was kind of baller for her to do that. <coughs> it is. With the stars, it's huge. It is huge. So she bought the whole damn thing. She bought the whole damn thing. And it is. To be a, a British-originated show, right. and what she has taken it to is... And it's a great show. People love it. I mean, albeit it's it's in like it's like nineteenth. I mean, Correct. it's it's way up there. It's been going yeah. on for a long time. I mean, we used to watch it religiously every time. It was exciting. It was an event. Especially for the NFL players that were on it. Hey, when oh. Emmett Smith won, oh my goodness, you were like, he is lying on his feet. Damn, it was. You felt that. You know what I mean? You felt it, and you fell in love with it. I'm not. I just. I'm gonna sweat thinking about it. You know what I mean? So, have you ever been to this spot in San Antonio called the Luna? No. What? So, if it ever opens up back up again, y'all need to go there. It's called the Luna Fine Music Club, and it's off of um, San Pedro Road, right off of 410. And my friend Marcus Trevino owns it. and they play salsa or any of that and it's all organic music. Sometimes they have funk soul bands like, oh uh, man, right up our alley. Perfect, good, candlelit, wind in the back, chill. Awesome, man. I can't. I'll never say nothing bad about that place. Um, I love that place. Nice. Uh-huh. You've been okay. you remember the Luna, right, baby? Mhm. You been dancing there? Awesome spot. And mm-hmm. you go dancing there. They got uh, swing dancing, salsa dancing. Laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't swing. Yes, you can. You can't swing. I can, do you dance I can, at all? You gotta dance. Are you kidding me? No, oh, so our dance. first real date, mm-hmm. our first real date, um, we went and had sushi, and then she was like, hey, you want to stop by starter. this place? It's always a great start. <laughs> She's like, hey, Mushishino, up in North Austin, <laughs> Northern, up, you know. Austin, uh, Central North, and uh, she was like, hey, you want to stop by this place? I was like, yeah, sure, where are we going? She's like, oh, it's a little place called the Copa. And they, it was salsa night at the Copa, and um, I was not expecting it at all. And she was like, you want to dance? And I was like, yeah, I want to dance. And I was like, oh. I was like, if she can dance. <laughs> tell, tell, son. And, and we did. A lot. And then there was, and then the best part was like these guys started asking me to dance, and she was like, go. <laughs> and she sat back and watched. <laughs> he was like, do you want to dance? She's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a fun night. And I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, no, we like to dance. We like to dance. Well, it's been a minute, but we like to dance. Yeah. Good couple music, I like that. You're gonna get a double date on somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, you said that you're gonna go skating. Does anybody play any music out there? Um, so we got uh, Yes, I got skates. Well, I, I, I want to do all the DJ that comes. I don't know what day he comes. I okay. think he comes on Sunday nights. But anybody is well. Music is welcome. Sometimes okay. um, Caleb will set his amp up and play some music. Mm-hmm. But like. Music is, is there what there's power there. There is power there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. If we don't have anything else, there's a construction phone out there. I mean, I got DJ equipment, and I mean, like, well, I don't have any skates, so I might as well find something. No, 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 no. Music is welcome. There's power out there. It's a great spot. We, uh, some people start showing up around 7.30. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's bigger than other nights. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's just like a couple of people there. Yeah. But music oh, is always welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fun. You know, it's, it's fun. some good, clean fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and you get to skate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You get on a bike. You get to be outside, yeah. A scooter. Uh-huh. I just like being outside these days, man. It's, yeah, it's nice. I got a big old push broom just in case there's too many rocks or Where? pebbles mm-hmm. on there. and. Clean it up, and we just do our thing. So yeah, yeah. some kids, parents, 
sometimes a skater will come through. Yeah, yeah but that's the best thing is that we're all out there, and then some like skateboarder will just be coming by, and then they'll jump in for a little bit and skate around and then take off. Mm. So, you know, it's just like, it's like whatever. So, funny story, I got these for a photo shoot. Oh, um, someone bought them for me, and I've always been like going to the rink and skating. Oh, shut out those skates. Yeah. Yes. I even got like. Uh, yeah. pads, cause I'm clumsy. <laughs> I got knee pads and elbow pads and wrist pads. Yeah, that skates. was fun. We, he took me to go ice skating around yeah, Christmas time. I was like, I definitely want to bust these babies out. Well, you should come Wednesday nights Wednesday. and uh, Sunday nights. And Wednesdays and Sundays. What yeah. time? Um, but seven thirty, eight o'clock. Okay. You know, and um, I was just telling no, them that sometimes there's a lot of us there. Sometimes there's like three people. Okay. You know, uh, music is always welcome, and it's just <laughs> just guess yeah, yeah, yeah. just doing our thing yeah. out there. So oh, we'll bring some music out here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of fun. So Todd comes out. He brings bikes out. One of my one of my dreams for San Marcos. So I grew up here, and uh, there used to be a roller skating ring on the east side of town. It's mm. where the Hacienda Mexican Meat Market Food Market is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it used to be the roller skating ring. And when I was in my single digits, it was called Bigger Than Dallas. <laughs> and when I got into double digits, it turned into the coast. Mm. It was a shit. <laughs> it's like where we grew up. And um, all summer long, we were either there or at the pool or at the river. And the pool was right there by the river. So you would like go to the pool and then like jump in the river and then go back into the pool. Mm-hmm. And it's just, or go to, the, you were at the skating ring. It was just like what we did as kids. And, uh, and the little kids idolized the bigger kids, and they wanted to do all the tricks that they could do. Um, and it was great. So one of my dreams is to make that happen again in San Marcos. Okay. I mean, it's just like, I it know just what you're saying. Money. I just want to do know, it. Right? What about a So <laughs> the place that I wanted to do it in was the old Justice Center, which is where industry is now. Um, but they've, they've got that, so that's not an option right now. But it needs to be, ideally it would be an indoor space with a big outdoor space um, because I want to provide a space for the roller derby teams. So I would like an indoor rink with a concession stand that is known for its food. Like you want to go there just to <laughs> because the burger is so good mm-hmm. or you know the shakes or whatever um, so good for its food you can't have any alcohol because mm-hmm. it's a liability you know on skates but a why? roller derby why? Right? you said why, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> why? 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 So check it out. The outdoor portion, I would like to make an outdoor ring with some mini stadium seating for the Bless roller derby. Thank you. <laughs> and have roller derby matches. Right, right, right. And a beer garden. But it would have to be on nights where either the indoor wasn't open or it, there would have to be some serious like monitoring or some yeah. shit. So when you were telling me about the indoor portion and no alcohol due to the liability, I was more likening it to a Dave and Buster's scenario. <laughs> All right, Kaleidoscope of Emotions family. We're going to take a small break directly to our Joe's Cafe commercial. We'll be right back. Start your San Marcos day the right way with a cup from Joe's Cafe. 310 Mary Street, San Marcos, Texas. Mm. I just can't start my morning without a cup of Joe's Cafe. Yeah. Pick me up too. Can't go without my Joe's Cafe. Early evening, wanna feel the same. You can count on Joe's Cafe. Lovely service to yourself. You fall in love with Cafe. All right, all right. 
Wake Up World. Welcome back, Kaleidoscope of Emotion family. Now we're here with that last segment. We're going to start off with the reconnection and reaffirmation of who you are to other people. Uh, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I, I think the um, reestablishment of who you are to other people um, reignites that connection. Um, to me, I get further um, ingrained um, with people the more I talk to them. Um, whether it's me actually having something pertinent to say or profound to say, man, or if it's just a seven-second conversation, like it's it's still like oh, I get to reaffirm this connection, so it, it means a lot to me. Um, I don't normally make a lot of friends. I usually scare the fuck out of people <laughs> um, just because of the way I look. Um, so like I have to be overly nice to people sure so that don't they be know. Afraid of me yet. So that they know I'm friendly. That's like, it. Hey, man. The day you asked if you could play music. So you left, and I was outside, and you turned around, and you were like, hey, can I ask you something? I was like, oh. Oh, my God. I was like, man, we fucked this taco. I was like, what did I do? What did I do? like, a hair and something. And you were like, oh, so it's my place of music. And I was like, yeah. And then you got so light. You know, you were like a feather after that. You know what I mean? And it was it was like instantly comfortable. But when you were first approached, I was like, oh, shit, I did something wrong. That also could be 50% just me. Word. But still. But still. Um, anyway, just to shed some light on that. It wasn't meanish. It was just like <laughs> big. <laughs> it was just like there's not a word for it. It's there isn't. Like, oh. There isn't. Yeah. His voice did yeah. that to me because I got to talk to him before I got to see him. Oh. So when oh. he the first time I talked to him, he got maybe two words out. And I just started laughing hysterically. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't expecting your voice. Was it like so over the deep. phone? It was over the phone. So <laughs> when you saw him, when I so, so my mom took a selfie with oh, him. Oh, that's right. So I got to see a preview picture. My mom's like, I know you like him tall. I know you like him tall. Was that a good selfie? My mom is shorter than me. <laughs> so she takes this picture with this giant man behind her. And I was like, when he walked through the door, I was like, Picture didn't do you justice, but I, it, it still didn't like register how big you were until I like, stood up to give you a hug. <laughs> we sat in Cody's for what, five hours? <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta drive back to Austin. We both have work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the voice, the voice did it for me. <laughs> was that Cody's here in town? Yeah. 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 yeah, that was our, that was where we first met. <laughs> restaurant in New Braunfels, uh, the Steakhouse. Yeah. And Which one? Um, Myron's. 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 Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, we love Myron's. Oh, Myron's. Myron's. All right, family. Thank you for sticking around for this episode of the Kaleidoscope of Emotions. Uh, once again, this has been D-F-O-Y underscore M-U-S-I-C. Uh, bringing the real to you. Uh, thanks again, Donut Productions. Leah and Liz from Joe's Cafe here in San Marcos, Texas. Uh, since this has been a special tribute, and since we didn't do the freestyle portion of the show, I'm going to leave you with an original cut of mine. Uh, this original cut is entitled Sleep. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, let me know what you think about it on Instagram. I'm at D-F-O-I underscore M-U-S-I-C. And this original song is called Sleep off of my Chocolate Peacock broadcast from Volume 2 album. Back here. Peace. It's the way that you smell, the way you wake up, the kisses that you leave.
Yeah. 